Hi, we are Warriors Heart Ministries. We love Jesus and we love people, and we have a heart to share the love of Jesus Christ with everyone. Hi, everybody. This is Twyla Rizuko. I want to say thank you for tuning in for our next episode. This is Prayer Part 2. Um, we would appreciate if you would go ahead and download and share and even review. We are on iTunes under the podcast as well as Spotify. You can also go to our website and we have a link there to our podcast as well. And that's at warriorsheartministries.com. So here we are again, another wonderful day today. And so thankful that we can have another day to live for God and share his word and encourage and lift each other up. Um, And that's what it's all about. So I am going to share with you what's on my heart and some scriptures on the importance of prayer and very important with our walk with God. Um, If you look up the meaning of prayer, it's supplication, petition, communication with our Father. Just as we need communication with our friends, our family, our loved ones, it's very important to have that communication with the Father. And how we communicate with God, there's so many benefits and reasons why it's so important to have prayer in our daily life. I'm going to give you some examples. One, to sustain our relationship with our Lord. Two, to move God's heart. Three, to give thanks. To intercede. How to do spiritual battle. How to hear from God. Sometimes we think going into prayer is just to tell him everything in our mind and to ask for things and to plead with him. But really, we forget that we also need to hear from him. And that's how we hear is to have that communication with God. It also helps us for guidance and discernment to express our love to him, to grow spiritually and in faith, and of course, as obedience. Very important as obedience to to God, to have that communication with him. Not just to ask for things or when we're in trouble, but a daily relationship with our father. That's how we grow spiritually. That's how we grow in faith. It's just like any other relationship that we have. How are we going to have a closer walk with God if we don't have a communication, if we don't talk to him, show him we love him, show him we trust him, desiring his will for our life. How are we going to know his will for our life if we don't ask and we don't seek? But then when we ask and seek, then what do we need to do? We need to shh and listen to what he has to say so he can lead us and guide us. And sometimes it's that still small voice that we sometimes miss because we're so caught up in our daily things that we do that we forget to listen to the voice of our Father. It's important to listen. So we don't make wrong decisions. We don't go a wrong direction. He does that to keep us 
from consequences. Maybe there's a benefit to where he wants us to be. Prayer changes us as well. It helps us to have peace in God's will because sometimes what we think we need or want is not God's will. Sometimes the answer is no. Even though we think and we're like, this is what's best for us. I know exactly what I should be doing. And God's like, no, no, I know what's best for my child. I know. And sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes maybe our heart's desire is in the wrong place, what we're seeking for. And God knows what's best. And maybe he's waiting for us to be in that perfect place spiritually, faith, before he will allow us to get that answer, yes. Maybe it's just not his time and we try to rush God's timing. And he's like, wait, my child, I know what's best. There's things that you need to do. There's areas in your life that you need to grow before I take you to where you want to be. And sometimes the things that we want in our life isn't what's important. And he knows that. But that's why we have to have that just not going up prayer. But we also need to hear God or what he's telling us so we know what's best for our lives. We're going to read some scriptures of the importance of prayer and how it benefits our walk with God. And we're going to start out in the book of Psalm, which is one of my favorite books in the Old Testament. And it might be because I have such a heart for worship. I mean, David, who wrote the book of Psalms, was an amazing, amazing worship, worshipful man towards God. He had God's heart. He loved God. Did he make mistakes? Yes, we all do. But man, did he love God. And he went to God with everything. Everything he went to God the Father. He even thanked him through the the trials and the things that he went through. He even gave praise. And that's another important thing in our prayer. Like I said, not just ask, but also through worship. Thanking him, even if you don't even know what else to pray for. Maybe you don't know what else to say, but just say, Lord, I thank you for who you are, not for what you've done, not for anything else, but just because you are my savior, because you are Jesus, you are Lord of all, because you woke me up and you gave me another day to face, Lord, and I know there's a purpose for today. And I want to thank you for that purpose. I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me beyond anything else that I have in my life. I have you and you loved me enough to show me your love, your grace, and your mercy. And that alone is enough to thank you and give you my heart, Lord. Even if it's just a simple prayer as that, just to say, thank you, Lord. I love you. What an amazing, amazing relationship that is with our Father. The peace that He can give us just through gratitude. So we're going to start out in Psalms chapter 5, and we're going to read verse 1 through 12. So it's actually the whole chapter of Psalm chapter 5. 
And this is a prayer for guidance that, that David had wrote. And he said, give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation, give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for to you, I will pray. My voice you shall hear in life morning, O Lord, in the morning, I will direct it to you and I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhorbs the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house. In the multitude of your mercy, in fear of you, I will worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue. Pronounce them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions. For they have rebelled against Against you, but let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let also who love your name be joyful in you, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him with a shield. Amen. That is so wonderful. I love that. It says, give ear to my words, O Lord, and consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King, and oh my God. I mean, that's such a cry for guidance, Lord. Even though my enemies may attack me and come against me, but Lord, I know you are faithful and you will give me favor. Amen. We're also going to read Psalm chapter 6. And this is a prayer of faith in time of distress. And these are all examples of prayer, uh, of things that we go to and how God hears our heart. He hears our hearts cry because he loves us and he cares. The word says he cares for the things that we care about, the things that we go through. He understands, he knows, he loves us, and he's there with arms wide open waiting for us. He wants us to talk to him. He wants us to seek him. He wants us to depend on him and go to him because he is so faithful and so loving. Psalm chapter six, we're going to read verse one through verse 10. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, no chasten me in your hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver me. O save me from your mercy's sake. For in death there is no remembrance of you in the grave who will give you thanks. I am weary with my groaning. All night I make my bed swim. I drench my couch with my tears. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. For the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be ashamed suddenly. 
And we're going to read one more of Psalms. And it's going to be chapter 7. And we're going to read 1 through 17. And this is prayer and praise for deliverance from the enemies. O Lord my God, in you I will put my trust. Save me from all those who persecute me and deliver me, lest they tear me like a lion, rending me in pieces while there is none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is iniquity in my hands, if I have repaid evil to him who was at peace with me, or have plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue me and overtake me, yet let him trample my life to the earth and lay my honor in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up because of the rage of my enemies. Rise up for me to the judgment you have commanded, so the congregation of the people should surround you for their sake. Therefore, return on high. The Lord shall judge the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity within me. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just for the righteousness of God. Test the hearts and minds. My defense is of God who saves the upright in heart. God is a just God and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he does not turn back, he will sharpen his sword. He bends his bow and makes it ready. He also prepares for himself instruments of death. He makes his arrows into fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked brings forth iniquity, yet he conceives trouble and brings forth falsehood. He makes a pit and dug it out, and he has fallen into the ditch which he made. His trouble shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Amen. It's so wonderful how we can pray and give thanks to our Lord. Prayer is so important. Worship is so important. It's, it's such an amazing, intimate relationship that we can have with our Father. It also is so important for breakthrough and interceding. And I can give a testimony of that, of how prayer works. The Holy Spirit will sometimes move in your heart to pray. And sometimes we don't even know what we're supposed to be praying. Sometimes we don't even know who we're praying for. But the Lord will, will kind of move in your spirit Sometimes the Lord will even wake me up in the middle of the night and I'm like, Lord, I know that I'm supposed to be praying for somebody. And sometimes God will put on my heart to intercede and pray for someone. I might not even know what they're going through, but the Holy Spirit does and will pray in the spirit and the Lord will move on our behalf. There was one time, this was a couple years ago, that the Lord had put on my heart that night to pray for my oldest son. And he lives a thousand miles away from me. I had no idea what I was supposed to be exactly praying for, but I knew I was supposed to intercede and pray for him. And I began to pray and I began to plead the blood of Jesus Christ over him. And I began to say, Lord, whatever it may be, Lord, that you intervene in his behalf. Lord, you keep him safe. Lord, your word said that no weapon formed against my child shall prosper in the name of Jesus. And I began to pray and intercede for him. And I had no idea until the next day that I found out that he had had an accident, a car accident that night. But that him and his friends, everybody was okay. And then I knew that that is why the Lord prompted in my heart to intercede and pray for him. And because prayer works, but we have to be obedient. There is prayer, there is power in prayer and interceding for those. He works 
There is a spiritual battle that we cannot see with our physical eyes, but there is in the spiritual realm, there is spiritual warfare that is going on and we are to do spiritual battle in prayer. The word said we have authority in the name of Jesus. We have to rise up and begin to use that authority that we have against the principalities of the darkness. We have authority in Jesus' name. There is power in prayer. Imagine Jesus, the Son of God, how he taught the importance of prayer, how he had to intercede in prayer on his own behalf. So how important it is for us to have prayer and the importance of prayer. There's so many examples in the books of the Bible of how God answered prayer. We have Daniel. Oh my goodness, Daniel, how he fasted in prayer. And there's things that he done, God did on behalf and favor Daniel, Elijah. I mean, so many examples of how prayer worked. And even how prayer worked where the answer was no, but that he guided, he, he led and guided and showed them the direction that they were supposed to go, even if the answer was no. But in the end, in the end of that, since they were obedient and followed God's voice, it was best. There was favor and blessings at the end of that guidance and obedience. If we go to, and I want to go to first lesson. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And we're going to read verse 16 through 18. And it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Read that verse 17 again. It says, Pray without ceasing. That doesn't mean, okay, how am I going to pray all day long? You know, have, I'm, I'm working. How am I going to pray through working? No, pray without ceasing. You don't give up. Do not stop having that prayer life with God. Don't give up. And always pray with rejoicing and thanksgiving, no matter what that answer may be. No matter what. Sometimes we think when something negative happened that, oh, no, God didn't answer my prayer. Why doesn't God care about me? But he does. If we could see the future beyond right this moment, then we'd probably understand why things happen. Not everything that bad that we think happened is because of something we did or because God didn't answer our prayer. No, no. We, sometimes we can't see the big picture, but God does. And sometimes prayer is just that, that he will give us the peace that no matter what the answer may be, that we have total trust and faith in him, that he has us in his hands, that he is going to lead us and guide us in his perfect will. His perfect will. We're going to go to Ephesians. Love Ephesians. And I know so many of us know this this scripture. It's going to be chapter 6. And we're going to read verse 12. 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. We're going to read a little bit more of this. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breast place of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, that which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Listen to this, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains for that in it, I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. Right there. Take up the whole armor of God. Don't you think for a second that the enemy is waiting to attack you? How does he attack? Your mind, your mind is a battlefield. That's why we need to stay in prayer. It gives us the strength we need to be overcomers. It gives us the strength to know what God's will, what to say, and how to defeat the enemy. We need to be prayed up daily, daily so we know God's will. So we can take a hold of faith and live in deliverance. Amen. To intercede. Intercede. We can be interceding for our loved ones. I have loved ones who are not serving God. And my heart aches. Heart aches. But I know that I know that I know that when I intervene and I pray, and I pray, Lord, in the spiritual realm, Lord, you go and you draw them by your Holy Spirit. I come against every darkness and wickedness that come against my family that have fed lies and got them in bondage. Come against it in Jesus' name. We need to be praying like never before. Like never before. The enemy is, the Bible says, he's roaming around like a lion, seeking whom he may destroy. Don't you think for a second, you are not stayed in the word, stayed up in prayer, that that does not give room for the enemy to come in because he will take an inch. You give him that inch, he'll take a mile. He will take anything he can to try to get you away from your walk with God and what he's called you to do. There is a purpose for your life. There is a calling on your life. And the enemy wants to come in. And if he can destroy that just by distracting you, just a little bit, just a little bit of distraction to get you away from your purpose, he'll do it. He'll do it. Stay prayed up. Stay in the word. Stay fed. Stay surrounded by brothers and sisters that will encourage you and help you grow. We need to be growing. How do we grow? By continuing to seek the Lord. Say, Lord, help me grow in you. 
I want to be stronger in you, Lord. I want to love you more every day. I want to become more like you every day. Lord, I want others to see you through me without even saying a word that they're going to see the light of Jesus. How do we do that? By prayer. By having that commune with God, our Father. By knowing his perfect will in our life. By surrendering everything. By giving him praise and glory and having that worship in our walk with God every day. Never giving up. Never giving up no matter what we go through. Knowing that he loves us. Even through the bad things, he loves us. He's with you always. Always with you. You can never, ever do anything, anything so bad that God would not reach out his loving arms and say, son, daughter, I'm here with arms wide open because I love you. When I think about when I came back to him in 2004, I was raised in a Christian home and I loved Jesus But when, you know, I became a teenager, I kind of walked away and wanted to do my own thing and and push the Lord out of my life. You know, my parents always prayed for me. My grandparents prayed for me and parents continued, you know, to tell me how I needed to serve God and needed to get right with him and put him first in my life. You know, and I knew, but I kept pushing it away because I wanted to do my own thing. But then there was one time that all of a sudden I began to feel the peace of God. And I was listening to this old tape that my mom sent me of my grandfather ministering. And I was up there singing with my dad. And I'm like, oh, I miss that. I miss the peace of God. The peace that nothing or no one else can give. And I began to feel the love of God in my life. Nothing else has ever made me feel the love that the love of God can give. And I remember crying out to God and just falling in love with him. And I was like, nothing else can fulfill me like this. And when I fell in love with God, it became so personal. Not because my parents said, not because my grandparents said, not because anybody else said, but because I knew that Jesus loved me despite my failures, despite the times that I pushed him away. He never, ever gave up on me. And he waited with arms wide open because that's how our loving father works. He loves you and he waits with arms wide open. So even if you haven't even spoke to him in days, weeks, months, years, it's never too late. He's there waiting, listening, because he loves you. And he wants that intimate relationship with you. Nothing can fulfill the void like the love of Jesus Christ. And when you fall in love with him, everything else changes. Your heart desires change. You surrender. You want to surrender. You want to serve him. You want to do what's right because you have that intimate relationship with him. His love draws you to repentance. That's how amazing he is. And every day I say, Lord, I want to fall in love with you more every day. Every day. 
I want to hear you, Lord. Even if you seek and say, Lord, I want to hear you. Speak to me, Lord, in a way that you've never spoke to me. He's there and he loves you. And he wants that relationship. He wants to talk to you. He wants to share his love with you. All you have to do is say, Jesus, here I am. Here I am, Lord. I thank you so much for joining and listening to my heart. It's my heart is to show Jesus love and to share his word and to encourage you and to know that he can set you free from every bondage, every lie of the enemy, every stronghold. He can set you free right now in the name of Jesus. And he wants that. We're going to end in prayer. But I want you to know that I love you and Jesus loves you. And it's never too late, ever too late to have a prayer life and to have a walk with God. Lord, we just come before you today and we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us another day to seek your face. We may have failed yesterday. We have maybe made mistakes yesterday, but Lord, today is a new day. Today is a new day. And you give us another chance, Lord. And I thank you for that. Lord, help us to have a more deeper, intimate prayer life with you. Open our eyes and heart and mind and spirit to know and have the knowledge and wisdom of how important it is to have a prayer life with you. The importance of prayer and that we do have the authority in Jesus' name over the enemy. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for answer prayer. Whatever people are in need, whatever they're seeking, Lord, I ask that you would just bring favor and blessings in their life. Make a way where there seems to be no way. Lord, I'm claiming healings. I'm claiming deliverance. I'm claiming salvations right now in the name of Jesus. Pour out your love. Pour out your presence. Pour out your favor right now in each and every person that is hearing my voice. Lord, I am claiming it in Jesus' name, Lord. Lord, I thank you for everything that you're doing everything that you're going to do, things that we don't even know that you're about to do. Lord, the spirit that you're pouring out on your people, Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for the spirit of revival that has taken place in this world. Lord Jesus, we want to be part of that, Lord. I thank you, Lord, pour out your anointing. Let people see what you have for their lives, Lord. The the blessings that you have on them, Lord. The callings, the anointing. I just claim them to come forth right now. Awaking those dry bones, Lord Jesus. Let them come alive in you. I just thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love. And I thank you for answered prayer. And I give you all the glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Father, you're the potter, I'm the clay. I surrender, lead and guide me. 
Oh,